You're listening to being <laughs> Jim Davis. You know, when you clock the human race with the stopwatch of history, it's a new record every time. I don't My know what you're talking about. My name is John Gibson, talking. and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. I know that sounded like Jimmy Durante, but Little it was bit. supposed to be... Richard Nixon, but as a robot. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's what it sounded um, like. And mm-hmm. it's Thursday, June 11th, 1981. Today we're humming to the beat of the 1089th ever Garfield strip. <laughs> yep. True. What fascinating adventures lie in store for us today on this 1089th day of the epoch of mm-hmm. Garfield. John, thank you for repeating the number. Um, in today's well, Gar- there were two different things. One was the strip and the other was the Yeah, no, I heard. Day. I heard. It's the same num- it's the same number. Well, I think that just underlines how prolific Jim Davis is and how we could all he learn from his example. As is well known, Live John. Live life to the fullest. Yeah. No, as you as you correctly pointed out, as you have correctly pointed out, uh, nearly, I mean, fuck, what are we, more than, are we, it's been a long time. We're nearly three years in. Anyway, as you correctly pointed nearly, out, John. I, uh, you know what, you know what? There's la, one la, of these la, every day. I can't hear you. There's one of these every day is the la, point. La, la, la. Yeah. I can't hear you. Okay. Is there something wrong with my microphone? No, you sound pretty good, actually. Excellent. Do I sound okay? I know. You I was, sound uh, great. No, you sound early. great. Okay. I'm glad we got this on tape. Do I sound silky smooth? Are you sound. I I don't know about silky. I think you have like a, a sexy, raspy kind of a thing going on. Mm. You know, like, uh, like a gravelly. I kind of say with a halfway grin. Yeah, like that. Kind of like Okay. Okay. In answer to uh, your question, John, in today's Garfield, Odie does a thing to Garfield. Then John says a single word. Mm-hmm. Um, we will not tell you what that word is. What? You can, False. You can. You can. You can. You can send us all kinds of letters. John, we are con- contractually Bomb obliged threads, to tell you, them what the word is. We will not describe what that word is. <laughs> we, in today's episode of Being Jim Davis, we refuse to describe the Garfield. We're going, we're going on strike. <laughs> Taking... um, yeah. Um, so the focus of panel one is pets. Uh-huh. There are two pets. Right. One of them is Garfield. One of them uh-huh. is Odie. Yeah. Whose pets are the pets? John Arbuckle. They're, They're John pets. Arbuckle's pets. Yeah. Yeah. Garfield is eating at his food bowl, uh-huh. oblivious. That's the, that's John. That is classic pet behavior. Oblivious, eating Being at a food oblivious. bowl, eating at a food bowl. Mm, classic yeah, like, pet how behavior. Does Jim Davis know his subject material, yeah, so well. He's a keen observer of the everyday life, the secret life of pets. Uh, of pets. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. The other 
the other one of John Arbuckle's two pets mm-hmm. is two known pets. His two, two canonical known, yeah, pets. Two canonical pets introduced thus far into the canon. Uh-huh. The pets canon. Um Odie. Right. Is is the other one of the pets. Um he's leaning in from off panel and in rare form he he looks like he's up to something. He looks sly. He is devious. Yep. He is unctuous. He's uxorious. He is he is he is not exhibiting bemused resignation. Yep. Yep. Um he is not thinking, "Hey, did I leave the oven on?" He's non-lugubrious. No. no. There's there's no lugubriousness afoot yeah. today. Yeah. You can't no, even doing... see his feet because it's just his neck and head sticking out. That's how that's how fiendish he is. Yeah. He's a he fiend in a human torso. form, a monster of depravity. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> a line from the popular musical Pets. <laughs> um yeah, which I mean, is what it should be called if you if you include the peaks and the pollicles, but which I never do. Um, oh come on, in, <laughs> Garfield is oblivious Whatever. to Odie. In panel two, Odie says a word. The word is bark. He's barking. It's like it's like it's like it's like it's like it's a big loud watching bark. the ring cycle without watching. Uh, what's the uh, the first one? The the prelude. I would say it's like watching uh, Hamlet without the play within a play. What I Is would there say. a play within a play? And I don't know. I didn't, I've never read Hamlet. Um, the first, the first opera in the Ring Cycle is Das Rheingold, I believe. Are you talking yeah, about four. Das Rheingold, okay, so John? Four. Okay, there's four. There's Das Rheingold, Die Valkyrie, uh-huh. and the third one. Siegfried. And then there's also Siegfried. Is Siegfried, is Siegfried the third? The third is Siegfried one? the third one? I'm looking it up it's now. Not, it's not. It's and the last Tristan, one is Gotter Damerung, right? Gotter Damerung, yeah. Yeah, I just so looked da- them up, John, and I can confirm. I think this is how you know that this is a really great mm-hmm. Garfield podcast. We successfully <laughs> named all four <laughs> operas in Der Ring des Nibelungen, you know, Wagner's famous ring cycle, in chronological order. Which is a, I mean, it's a trilogy, but it... There's got, there's four of them. It's not a trilogy. It's got four parts. Why would it be a trilogy? It's referred to as a tri- it's referred to as a trilogy with a prelude. Is it? I have not heard that. Yeah, except the first time I said prelude, which is fun. I like the way you said that. Yeah, that's that is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you see, how, you see how it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the, uh, the the real second one is called The Two Towers, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. John, right. fun, um, fun fact, Götterdammerung in German means Twilight of the Goters. Mm. Goters were a type of pets. Yeah, they're, they're like otters. <laughs> they're so cute. They in, like to in, eat fish. In Germany. Give them some fish. Um, the Weimar period, Chris. Yeah, the when, mythical when, uh, Weimar when period. his ring cycle. Uh-huh. Was in the midst of the the Weimar period. That's yeah. why there's so much talk about you know, Mac the Knife. And, and, yeah. So look, look, Mac the Knife is a leitmotif that runs throughout the whole Ring Cycle. Sure. Yeah. You know. Um, in panel two, the pets continue doing things. Keeps his gloves. Keeps his gloves perfectly. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Oh, okay. So, Mac the Knife is a great song, John. I just want to. I just want to. Do we agree that Mac the Knife is a great song? 
I, I'm tentatively. I mean, I, I, I tentatively agree with that. Have you heard that? Have you listened recently to the Bobby Darren version of Mac the Knife? Oh man, I associate Bobby Darren with Kevin Spacey. So, oh yeah, no. look, look, Bobby Darren, not a great performer, <laughs> not one of the, not one of the world's best singers. I do not, I do not, in general, care for Bobby Darren's work, his oeuvre, his style. I don't mm-hmm. like him that much. But Bobby Darren's take on Mac the Knife, honestly, pretty great. Mm. Yeah, I, I recommend. Look, there's probably be a link in the show notes. To Bobby Darren performing Mac the Knife. Am I editing this week? Cause... Yes, yes, you are. Yeah, that's not happening. Come on. Um, listener, imagine a link to whatever it is that Chris was just talking about. <laughs> Look, I mean, you don't really and, need a link, do you? You just, and you just, just Google and just Mac the Knife type, Bobby Darren. How hard is it? Type the words that he's saying uh-huh. and just imagine, you know, just... Do the Google search. And yeah. Like, you can fucking, you can figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. You're not an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, look. You're, look, you're just yeah. an idiot. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not a, no, you're not a, you're no, you're no Louis, is, you're what? no Louis Miller who disappeared <laughs> after drawing out all his hard-earned cash. What are you, a goddamn asshole? <laughs> what, what, are, what are you, Suki Tadri or Miss Lodi Linya? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Naming names from the All song right, Mac let's the get Knife. Back to, let's get back to the pets. Um, so in panel two, uh, Odie... Who's that moved. sneaking around the corner? It might just well be Mac the Knife. Okay, no, his go on, is, go on. His head is in the same place. Uh-huh. His body before was off panel, and now it's behind the counter. So, he, so he, his head remained stationary, and his body... Rotated about it. Mm, yes, revolved his body it? revolved around around his head. Yeah, yeah. His, his extremely his head is a neutron star. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of his body definitely is agree a, is with a, that. A yep. Gas giant. Uh huh. Yep. What what would what would his neck be in that case? Well, you know, like when you have like uh, two, uh, you have like you've a got a neutron star. Yeah, you know, you know when you've got a neutron like, star, and a... we're like, we're like, one of them is like, oh stuff yeah, the mass the is one, flowing you know? from the gas giant to the neutron yeah. star. Yeah, yeah, no, okay, I think that yeah. I think that is an accurate characterization of Odie's head and body. He barks, uh, and Garfield's face plants in his food bowl. Yeah, the noise of the bark is bark. The noise of Garfield's face planting in the food bowl silent. is not written. Yeah, it's not specified. It's, it's completely silent. <laughs> it, is, um, <laughs> it is soundless. Yeah. Uh, Garfield, yeah Garfield and Odie, Garfield I, I'm a, not sure if we clarified, are both pets. Garfield would have been a great silent film star. Mm. Okay. Which silent film star do you think Garfield most embodies? I mean, John Arbuckle obviously would embody Fatty Arbuckle because they have the same name. Mm-hmm, obviously. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. One of them is fat. Yeah, Garfield's more of a Fatty Arbuckle, actually. Yeah. Good. John Arbuckle's really more of a Buster Keaton, if you ask me. I see, yeah, I see John as a Buster Keaton. I see Garfield as kind of a Harold Lloyd. Flesh that out for me. I was... I was kind of hoping you wouldn't ask. Me to do that. <laughs> you know, okay, all right. Bluff all right. called. Not, not, not the the like. Not the zany madcap, 
lovable mm-hmm. one that you get with Charlie Chaplin. Sure. Not the like stone-faced uh, zombie that you get with Buster Keaton, but more more of an everyman. Uh-huh. You know, he's just a guy. He's just a guy doing his best. Okay. And they, he climbs a building. Okay. No, I'm with you. I think that's fair. To impress a woman. Now, let me ask you this. I've only seen one Harold Lloyd movie. Let's say that rather than silent film characters, John Garfield, Odie, and the rest were characters in Wagner's uh, Ring Cycle, you know, uh, um, Das Ring des Nibelungen, Nibelungen. Who would you who would you say they are? Chris, I don't know any of the characters in that. Sure you do. You know Wotan, the king of the gods. Oh yeah. You know um, you know Brunhilde, the Valkyrie. Uh, we all know Brunhilde the Valkyrie, John. Wotan was Anthony Hopkins, right? Uh very possible, yeah. Eh, whatever. I don't know. Or was it Ian McShane? Mm, they, no, they did a gender swap. It was Margot Martindale. And she, she acted the hell out of that part, John. She's good at everything. Margo in like a year. <laughs> okay, number one, I'm pretty sure we've mentioned Margot Martindale much more recently a, than a year. I feel like it's been a long time. But um, you know, how I far would, are you in BoJack now? Uh, I finished it. You finished? it? I mean, I, I saw all that was on Netflix. I like what they do with Margot Martindale. Yeah, that's fine, especially in the yeah, fifth that's, season. That's, yeah. Look, look, Margot Martindale is good in it. I I think I hadn't watched far enough along to get to Margot Martindale the first time I oh, tried really? it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once you Every get time to, she comes back is better. Once you get to Margot Martindale, you're like, oh, this is Margot. Ma- th- yeah, I'm on board for this. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to keep watching just because I hope I'll see Margot Martindale again. Yeah, is the first one when they break into the Nixon library? No, the first one. That, that's the, the first one. Uh, she is. That's the muffin scam. The muffin scam. No, the first one. She's conspiring with Bojack to get what's his name to play that video game so that he can't compose his. I don't remember. Is it a rock opera? Yeah, about Loam or something. The Hat Guy. You know the Hat Guy. Yeah, Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, Jesse, thank you. Thank you, Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman, I think, Aaron is Paul. writing a rock opera about space. I don't know. And Bojack doesn't want it to be successful because he fears being alone. So he hires yeah, yeah, Margot yeah. Martindale. Yeah, that's the first appearance of Margot. Yeah. And I think you don't realize it's Margot Martindale at first. Yeah, And that's don't. what makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you. It's just like it's really. It's like a, a microcosm of the show as a whole because like mm. you don't realize that the show is a, uh, on a broader level is like as aware of itself mm-hmm. and well thought out as it is. I really, yeah, no, because, I think that's fair. Yeah, you 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 find out like several episodes later. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Yeah, no, the, look, um, the show has a dark heart for sure. John, we were, we were talking about pets. John, we we're talking about pets. Yeah, if this today. if this podcast were about BoJack Horseman. If it were an episode-by-episode episode recap of BoJack Horseman, number uh-huh. one, much better concept. Number two, uh-huh. we would have been done years ago. <laughs> like, literally <laughs> years. <laughs> we would have caught up to them. At this point, I feel like Jim Davis is beating us somehow. Anyway, in panel three, uh, John Arbuckle says pets. We said we wouldn't tell you that, but we did. He says pets. Aww. He says the word pets. He's looking at the audience, and he's like, pets. 
And Garfield's walking yeah. around with his food bowl on his face. And John says, pets. What's the word so he says? It's the word pets. The correct soundtrack for today's Being Jim Davis is a song by the Pet Shop Boys uh-huh. or the song Pets by Porno for Pyros. They're both good suggestions, John. But I would say the obvious soundtrack for today's episode is the Being Jim Davis intro and outro themes. You heard it here first. Because that would not be copyright infringement. Hmm. That's why. Well, official soundtrack doesn't mean that it plays during the episode. Oh, like in the movie of today's episode? Yeah. Okay. Songs, Songs from and inspired by. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends. I guess it depends who does it. I I think probably if I'm choosing the soundtracks, the the title track for the soundtrack for today's episode, it's the Prince song, Bat Dance. I mean, it could also be Pet Sounds. Mm, I'm sticking sticking with Bat Dance, John. A lot of people feel that Bat Dance was already the sound that soundtrack song for the original bat move and batman movie but i think it Chris, fits today's strip has been just flagged as, well. as off topic and will be deleted thank god can we end this episode yeah. i think yeah, we're done i think it's over yeah. oh did i, I host yeah okay. you hosted you've been listening to being jim davis uh the podcast that's a f- nope nope not saying that um <laughs> <laughs> nope uh Sure. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Eat your heart out, Evansville. <laughs> A city in Indiana. Um, we really do. We will read every tagline that pops up. I was actually just skipping over ones that had already been read. Um, eh, which I, I usually, don't always We read. usually don't even bother doing that. But Yeah. Uh, Anyway, whatever. Look, we'll get to blah, them blah, all. Blah. It'll be. It might be a bonus yeah, episode gonna, sometime. It might be a bonus. They'll all get read. They'll all get read. They'll all get... They'll all be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. You're welcome. was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows <laughs>